Hey, y'all. Welcome to the People Purpose Podcast, the show that explores all the ins and outs of the challenges and opportunities HR people, managers, and all people face at work every day. I am with my lovely and dearest friend slash co-host, Julie, Julie Devlin. Devlin. I was going to say, I was waiting for you, Jules. <laughs> Do it every time. I, always I wasn't love that sure little what you were going to say. <laughs> I love that little awkward pause, right? You're like, how, how many descriptors is he going to use this time? Yeah, yeah I, I was waiting for more accolades because <laughs> I, I, I was just my lovely, awesome, brilliant, oh. talented. No, What's not to love? Right? <laughs> What's like not just, to love? Oh, do tell, do tell. Uh, hey, Jules, what made you smile today? Well, it's funny that you asked that um, because one, we ask that every episode too. Right. Um, you and I were talking before uh, we went on air today and we were talking about how there was something that made both of us smile. And that was that we were Bills fans for the day. Buffalo Bills fans for I the really day. I really hope my dad doesn't hear this. Right? <laughs> he's, he's like, you what? You so for what? the yeah, for those of you who uh, maybe don't know Chaz and I as well, both of us are real big sports fans. We love sports. Um, both of us love our teams. We shall not name the team that Chaz roots for, Cowboys. <laughs> um, but <laughs> um, I, I'm a Ravens and Eagles fan. Woohoo! Um, yeah. And but we went to a UKG event at the Buffalo Bills game mm-hmm. in Buffalo, and it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah. And it was just seeing the, the way the Bills fans sort of They're interacted. built different. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. They're yeah. definitely built different. And no, this, this episode is not about uh, football, although Chaz and I could do an episode on football. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if people want that. So yeah, but that, I, I that say, made me smile. That made good, me smile. Good, good. I will say, like the the Bills, like taking fanatic. When you think about the term fanatic, there's yeah. you know being a Cowboys fan, everyone says, oh, it's America's team, blah 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 blah. Huge fan base across you know really across the world. And I'm telling you, what I witnessed at in Buffalo, I, I'm sorry, they they are the greatest. They set the bar for fanatic. They are the greatest fans. Yeah for their fan base 100% no question. So Yeah, something that I learned too actually in the airport uh talking to some folks at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I, I like to have conversations just to, you know, spark up spark yeah, up yeah, interesting yeah, thoughts yeah, yeah. and and these folks uh they said I was talking about the tailgating and they said that there are 6 miles worth of tailgates for every Bills game and I believe that the expansive parking lots. And I mean, it was, it was incredible. It was, so. it was, it was really, really cool. Yeah. So, uh, so similar story, but I'll, I'll kind of pivot from that for me. What made me smile is, you know, obviously I flew out the next day to come back home and, uh, I, I try and book this one. I had to do a layover jewels. Um, couldn't get a direct flight back here to Dallas, but, uh, I did a labor through Chicago O'Hare and I have a favorite restaurant there, oh, yeah? uh, which is incredible. They're known for tortas. Um, for those folks that live in Illinois and have been through O'Hare, you probably know the restaurant, but Julie, I sat down, I got a torta, I got some chips and salsa and it was everything I needed the day <laughs> after a Buffalo Bills football game. So you were pretty, loving life. You it were was, loving life. It was pretty incredible. I had a three and a half hour layover, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, um, and if you've ever been to O'Hare, I mean, the, the food there is just incredible. They just massive food courts and so many different yeah. types and styles. So Yeah, with as much cool. as we travel, we've gotten to know the, the great <laughs> airport restaurants and the ones that maybe aren't so great. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, O'Hare absolutely yeah. has one of the most robust restaurants restaurant rows 
yeah. um, uh, in, in each terminal. So that's that's so spot on. So with that, let's uh, let's switch to what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Today's bonus episode, Julie. But with the bonus episode, we still do business stat of the day. Yeah. Um, so real quick, we did a we did a survey shocker here at UKG. Um, you can see it out on HR.com. There's going to be some other campaign around it too. But uh, we did a survey. And one of the major findings, which is perfect for our recap today and and chat, is HR automation remains a challenge Mm -hmm. that can impact the time available for strategy. Now, from this survey, only 40% say all HR, payroll, talent, time, and scheduling processes are automated either via a single solution, which is 14%, or multiple systems, um, 26% of respondent. So 40% is rather large to me, Julian, yeah. in today's day and age. First thoughts? Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I, feel, I, feel for, I feel for HR professionals because I've been there. I've been right, there right. with the manual processes. And uh-huh. I know we talk a lot about it, but I just wish that all HR people would just learn that, you know, hey, we if you p- implement the software it's going to make your life easier. Right. It might be tough in the beginning uh, mm-hmm. because you have to get used to it and whatnot, but um, the amount of time that's saved. Uh, and also for me, Chaz, it's about data accuracy. Yeah, um, the, good. the lack of data accuracy from things like Excel spreadsheets and, and, and you know, just some people I've, I've talked to use word documents. I need mean, to, to keep notes about employees right. and, and all that. It's just, it's cumbersome. Um, yeah, yeah. And yeah. So it's, it's wild. I, my big thing, I think about it from a strategy perspective. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no different than when you're doing a software implementation, too, right? We all know I used to implement software before. And, and some of the stories that I have from that are actually really great, but also terrifying. And, <laughs> but I, I, I flip it like when we go and, and talk to businesses and we do some consulting and strategy work, the strategy is only as good as how much time you can actually put into it. Yeah. And, and, right. and if, and if you, and if you are buried in t- time consuming tasks and, and people are coming to you saying, well, we need a better strategy. We need a better strategy. And you just can't even get your head above water because of all the stuff you're doing behind the scenes. Probably not going to have a very good strategy. Choice. Yeah. But- yeah. You know, you think about, uh, I think about my career in HR and people would come, you know, the CEO would say, Hey, we need to strategize about this, but I would be focused on having to worry about FMLA uh, yeah. tracking and, you know, like the day-to-day <laughs> we- stuff, workers' <laughs> yeah. compensation and, oh my gosh, the yeah. day-to-day stuff that we as HR professionals have to deal with. It right. makes it really difficult, but not just HR, Chaz. It's it's business professionals in general. Yeah. You know? it, it could be any department. It could be any level of manager. It could be a frontline employee. You know, the reality of it is there are things with tech that make our lives easier, generally speaking, right? So, um, I, I it's so funny that you think about that. I'm like, man, Julie, I wonder, like, when you know, in in your previous life, like, oh, I'll get some time on your calendar next month, right, to talk yeah, about yeah. company strategy that is going to affect us a year from now, right? Well, so. what would happen is it wouldn't leave me a clear path to thinking strategically because I was always thinking about something else and what had to be done. Now, that didn't happen yeah. all the time, but I would have to literally you know, unplug to start thinking strategically and close mm-hmm. my door and not be available. And, you know, it, it's, I'm sure, uh, you know, those of you who, who have had that issue um, can, can relate just sure. to how, how difficult it is when we have so many demands placed upon us as yeah. people managers, as HR, as payroll, mm-hmm. et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I think that, 
I think that it's important for us to recognize that we should have the capacity for strategic thinking and for strategic planning in order to move the business forward. Um, I, I like that, that term yeah. should. I like yeah, that yeah. term should. We should. I really like that. I really like that. And that goes along too uh, with having to, making sure that business professionals, managers are asking for what they need. Yeah. I I wish, I wish that I would have done more of that. And I know that this is not my cost of doing nothing in HR uh, uh, talk that I give. Yeah, right, right. um, This is a great therapy session for me. So thank you, Jess. (laughs) Hey, I'm here. Uh, I actually don't charge by the hour for you. So it it works out well. So uh, why are we, Jess, why are we here for this episode? I was thinking thinking about the automation piece. I was like, man, I had a really great segue. And then you threw that curveball at me. But I was like, okay, (laughs) anyways, automation, right? So uh, we wanted to do a bonus episode today about UKG works. Okay. So tell people uh, what that is. Oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, so as we all know, we went through a massive merger about two years ago, legacy, uh, Kronos and legacy ultimate software. We're now UKG, um, within each of those companies, they have, uh, or had a customer conference right every year. So, um, what's really, really special is UKG works this year. Um, you know, there was a blend of both customers, but the main, main legacy K customers, right? Like, you know, in the grand scheme of things, um, we're doing our, in December, we're having our legacy U conference, uh, connections, UKG connections in mm-hmm. December. And then next year, Julie, it all comes together as one <gasps> that I know, right. Buy your tickets. Now I'm really, really excited. Anyways, yeah. the cool part about this, the first thing at UKG works for many people who don't know is that we do sessions, right? Mm-hmm. So there were um, 90, over 90 sessions, different sessions mm-hmm. with 13 different learning tracks. And what was really special about that, Julie, is not only did you know the HCM Advisory Group um, and Human Insights do a lot of those sessions, we also, when people come to that, they get PDCs as well, right? Right. Yeah. So it's a conference. So it's an HR conference, basically, yeah, yeah. but it's beyond HR. It's payroll. Right. It's operations folks. It's it's all of the above. And, you know, for those of you listening, wondering, well, why, you know, why are they doing a bonus episode on UKG Works if not everybody was there? Well, we want you to know what's going on and what mm-hmm. we hear. Right. Um, because just like any other HR conference or, or people management conference, People have conversations here. Uh, so, you know, keeping a pulse on what's going on in the world of HR is is really important. And we want to bring you that information whenever we can. Yeah. So I think the the idea or the the what's in it for me, Julius, is you just touched on it. So I know you had a lot of conversations with, with people. Um, the vast majority are probably HR people. Me on the flip side. I had a lot of conversations with people, um, you know, workforce management people, operations people, IT mm-hmm. people, um, because we, we, you know, we try and diversify ourselves and, and understand yeah. what's going on in the entire business. What I found really, really interesting about some of the larger customers that I talked to, um, you know, they're still struggling managing talent too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these larger, larger organizations that have well-established brands, well-established company cultures, well-established, you know, pay, comp, all of these different things. Um, and they also talked about how much flexible scheduling has really saved them. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, people being able to drop shifts or, or vary shifts or whatever that looks like, right? Um, you know, someone gets exposed and can't come into the office. Uh, that has been kind of the theme that I heard from the people that I discussed. What, what all did you hear? 
I heard I heard a lot, but what I continue to come back to and what I continue to hear in all facets of discussions that I have, whether mm-hmm. it's HR, whether it's people managers, whether it's payroll, is the fact that everybody's short staffed. Everybody is short staffed. Yeah. So, you know, I look at this, Chaz, as like a larger sort of not crisis, but this is a has, is becoming a societal and a sort of a systemic problem mm. in America. Um, and I think that it's not going to go away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. And I think we as people, we have been conditioned to expect to have quick service, to expect to have, you know, everything sort of at our fingertips when we expect to have it. Mm -hmm. And that is changing also. I think as a collective society, we're getting to a point where we recognize there are short, you know, companies are short staffed, uh, restaurants are short staffed, uh, you name it, it's short staffed. Um, And, you know, I think that that's, changing our culture as we move forward. That's a really, really great perspective because it's not just work, it's personal, right? So Mm -hmm. you think about, I think about, as you were just talking there, how much my patience has grown, right? Mm -hmm. How much I've been challenged to think about others in this situation, right? Like you, you may have to sit through the drive-through a little bit longer, but you think about, man, I'm actually really thankful for those individuals who are working and, and providing food and, you know, for my family. Right. So we, yeah, we've had a lot, I had a lot of those conversations too with prospect or with customers Mm -hmm. who, uh, who were saying, you know, a lot of my staff, they're just stressed out, you know, having to go through, uh, you know, de-escalation training, for example. Uh, you know, Chaz, you and I travel a lot. We talk about it. Um, I gotta be honest, Chaz, what I've been making it a point to do is mm. to thank the uh, the flight attendants yeah. on the planes. Yeah, I've been making yeah, yeah. it, a, and I've been making it a point to be extra special, nice to them, and yeah. recognize them for what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's something that we all can t- like do with yeah. lots of service industries. Uh-huh. Would you yeah. agree? I, yeah. I, I would. One of the one of the things that that uh, you know I I always encourage is you know thank the TSA agents for showing up. Thank mm-hmm. you know the flight attendants and the pilots and and anybody that you come in contact with because the reality of it is they didn't have to show up today, right? Exactly. They did and, not have to yeah. show up today, and they chose to, and they chose to, you know, whether it's for for personal well being, but they also are contributing to the well being of others, and I think that's the critical piece. And I hope we as a, as a society. And, and, and a culture recognizes we move forward, yeah. um, you know, and as a, as a human race to say, Hey, you know what, we've all been through some serious junk over the last, you know, two years. Yeah. So we're still let's going take care through of it. Each other. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and sort of bringing it back to UKG works and things mm-hmm. that we heard, you know, our mm-hmm. company president, Chris Todd had a great line that I think is really, really important. And mm-hmm. I think that the, for those of you listening, a lot of you might relate to this in terms of how your employees perform. We had an opening session and what Chris said was he said, we believe that the better our culture is, meaning the culture at UKG, the better job we're going to do serving you, meaning our customers. Mm -hmm. So think about that from your perspective, from your business perspective. What is your company culture like? And is that company culture making your workers work harder or be more loyal to the organization, thus 
mm-hmm. helping the customers even more. Yeah, that's that's actually really great because he went on to talk about, that, hey, look, if, if we continue to serve our people well and our culture is doing well, we're going to be more energized. We're going to be more active. We're going to come up with better solutions. We're going to attract and retain better employees to ultimately serve our customer base. Mm-hmm. And 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 as as you and I both know, Chris, and, and his intention behind this, it's 100% what you're saying is we want we want people to want to serve you. And the best way we can do that is by serving them. So it's, it's this idea of servant leadership, which, you know, I'm very passionate about yes. um, and, and taking care of others. But um, not only that, Julie, it's, it's, it's not only, Hey, Chaz and Julie got to hear all from customers and, and talk about yeah. it on the podcast. We also did something really, really cool at UKG works from a service perspective. You want to talk about it? Yeah, um, we donated uh, $10 to the World Central Kitchen for every social media post that was made using the hashtag UKGWorks. And it came yeah. out to over $20,000, which was special, amazing. Yeah, right. Yeah. How, how special is that? So yes, it's it's fun. You know, you're in Las Vegas, you get to learn, you get to thrive at a, at a, at a customer event. Um, but we also had the privilege of, of sharing something well beyond um, you know, the nature of, of software and strategy and consulting and all of these fun things we got to share and, and partner with World Central Kitchen on this. Um, and, and it was really, really cool to see, you know, people were taking pictures, you know, mm-hmm. of, of the booth or people were taking pictures in front of all of our signage and, and posting across social media. And it was really fun to see people be themselves in that element to, to help others, which was yeah, awesome. Yeah, a, a lot of excitement. And if I, if I if I could say something to those of you listening, um, maybe mm-hmm. who weren't at UKG Works or whatever, think about getting, whenever you're comfortable, whenever you're comfortable getting back to in-person events for the networking. Sure. Um, I think that that's something that a lot of us have been missing and we didn't realize how much we were missing it. The networking that went on is was some of the most robust networking that I've ever ever experienced, and I think part of that is just because we haven't been able to do it in person. Oh, it's like it's like people you never met before. It's like hey, big hugs, you know what I yeah. mean? It was like yeah. oh hey, you're so and so. It's like oh my gosh, so nice to meet yeah. you. You know, we, we've really, seen really each cool. other. We've seen each other from the waist up. So many of us had no idea how tall or short people were, which is real interesting. And uh, yeah. I'm super short. You're super tall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we it, have it the was, pictures to prove it. So. It was it was pretty. <laughs> special. And Julie, it kind of the, the last take of this is not only did we do some volunteer, you know, some, some partnering and, and service work with World Central Kitchen. We had the, the, the learning, you know, talk tracks and things like that. We also had a little bit of fun. We right? did. <laughs> uh, we, we had a little bit of fun, but you, uh, you want to talk about what we did? So, so. yeah. So, uh, so every uh, time we have a customer conference, uh, there's usually a musical performer uh, that mm-hmm. comes in and does a very intimate show, which is great. And this go around was Keith Urban. Um, and, you know, Chaz, I'm not a huge country music fan, but he put on a great show. Yeah, and it, blast. Was, yeah. it was it was a lot of fun, uh, a lot of great food, uh, you know, there is just a customer appreciation event. Yeah. And uh, it was he he played for over an hour, uh, did all of his big hits. And uh, mm-hmm. it was definitely a lot of fun. So, awesome. you know, at these events, too, it, it, it sort of is getting out there and yeah, networking, but also letting letting loose a little bit and sure. uh, being around like minded people 
um, is is really important, especially during uh, the time of disruption that we're in. So. Yeah, I, I think one of the critical pieces of this, and maybe it's not critical, it's probably not the right word, is is as Aaron, our CEO, often talks about, it's 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 learning, it's volunteering, it's service, but it's also, like you said, having a little fun. And I think that really is what develops that partner for life support that yeah. we do no matter what here at UKG. And Aaron even quoted that when he was doing opening session and and knowing him, he believes it, you know, he institutes it in, in all of us across the organization. And UKG works is actually just one of those ways that we yeah. we get to share, um, you know, and and kind of quote unquote practice what we preach, right? Yeah, and, and we're, we're looking forward to to the next conference and and bringing you some more takeaways from that conference too. And uh, Chaz, weren't Aaron's shoes awesome? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where he got those, but like yeah. we need we need him in the UKG store or something, yeah, right? I, I'm sure a lot of people are jealous of his yeah. UKG chucks. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, UKG so, branded chucks were amazing. Yeah, yeah. So. it's pretty cool. So with that, hey Jules, uh, we've got a huge conference coming up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, UKG Connections in December. You know, if this episode piques your interest, go ahead and just, hey, uh, Google UKG Connections and you will see it's going to be um, a similar but different experience, right? Uh, as as we're, we're working with a lot of different people, I'm really excited to hear more and more about what they have to say. Um, yep. Take a look at it. We would love to see you all out there. Um, but with that, Julie, what, what did you find your purpose in today in this bonus recap episode? Uh, Buffalo Bills fans are awesome. Definitely. No, I, um, <laughs> they, my, I, I found, I found my purpose in, uh, just knowing that it, it's great to be in person and get together, um, mm-hmm. and, and learn about what's going on in the day-to-day lives of HR professionals. And the networking is fantastic. Yeah. I, I was going to say, so for me being very type A, it was really, really nice, uh, to see people in person that you and I have been working with over the last two years, uh, and, and, just getting to hug their neck and say, Oh my gosh, it's so good to to see you in person and and know that this is not just a virtual connection. You you know, it is a personal connection where, you know, whether it's high fives, handshakes, hugs, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, that that really gets um, you know, that really makes me really happy uh being yeah. so type A. So yeah. And I think also another takeaway is, is that cultural aspect where yes. we have to make sure that we're focusing on the employee experience in order to improve our culture, which will then mm-hmm ultimately cause a snowball effect in improving uh, customer service and business results and and all of that. 100%. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So let's go ahead and wrap this up. And uh, we appreciate everybody uh, listening to our bonus episode, Mm -hmm. but just a few reminders before we leave, don't forget to like, and subscribe and use the hashtag people purpose pod on social media sites like Twitter and LinkedIn. Also, be sure to check out the latest blogs and research from the Workforce Institute at UKG by visiting workforceinstitute.org. Chaz, anything else for the good of humanity? Jules, that wraps us up. <laughs> uh, right. This is going to drop after Thanksgiving. So, yep. of course, we hope everyone had a, had a lovely holiday and we look forward to seeing y'all soon. Cheers. All right. Take care. Bye.